Welcome to So Regrind, episode 9. As always, I'm your host, Joel. My manager name is Afrikiwi, and I'm joined by Jack Hammond444. That's his manager name, better known as Jack. Jack, how you going? Not bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, some mixed last couple of game weeks, um, but some progress. Some progress on the overall portfolio value as well. Don't know if, if you've found that. Um, actually, I'm very getting very close um, to a barrier that I have not yet achieved in my uh, Surya career, and it's one ETH Ross evaluation. I'm very close to it, I believe. I think I've got, uh, let's have a look. Well, if I refresh my Surya data gallery, uh, I'll have a look at what ETH I have. Well, apparently it's 0.86, and I think in the kitty or the bank account balance in Surya I have, please be over 1,400 bips. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> reloading sorry sorry for the anticipation okay i've got 900 so i'm about 300 400 bits away from one ETH rust nice. evaluation well, so i'm pretty happy with that considering i put in you know uh 5000 bits aka half a eth so yeah it's uh, pretty yeah. good i'm um i just crossed over the two eth mark got about one point oh really yeah just shy of 1.82 rust evaluation and just shy of 0.2 um Eighth. Um, I said it in that tone of voice, Joel, because I've been trying to kind of competitively keep up with you. Um, <laughs> just be like, essentially, because I, I feel as though you've maybe contributed about one ETH, right? Uh, Over one ETH? That's a good question, actually. I'd have to go back and tally it up. I think it's a tad more, but not much more. It might be like 1.1, 1.2, maybe. I, I should actually just go back and tally that up. Mm, okay interesting yeah so that's why i had that tone of voice obviously i want the best for you but i'm also <laughs> have competitive interests as well so when i yeah. i wasn't very Absolutely. eager when you said that but congrats, bro. congrats. <laughs> i know it's, it's funny when you talk about the game weeks and like oh man i was so close well yes i'm you know winning this reward and a party is like yeah awesome and other parts like damn my team failed miserably i'm jealous <laughs> <laughs> i think like everyone is an element of that eh? like when you're seeing on twitter yeah. everyone's talking about oh you know look at my top three finish and people are like yeah well done and but like really behind the screen they're like i hate that guy <laughs> you know that meme what's that meme of the the guy with the putting on the mask like the mask is like the smiling face and and yeah he's kind of like actually like crying behind it do you know what i'm talking about i don't know don't know what uh maybe if i saw it come out of reddit i think um i just think of that every time someone posts about having you know absolutely smashed it and finished a podium or something like that um, there's one guy actually I saw recently, I can't remember his, his Twitter handle, but he posted about how, how bad he had done over the game week. And I just, I just, uh, when basically congratulated him for being, you know, one of those guys that actually just, you know, doesn't just post the highlight reel, just <laughs> posted about the reality of Saria is that you're going to have game weeks that just suck. Um, anyway, um, game week, uh, 273, we, we, we didn't put out a, a pod, uh, for the weekend, but, um, we'll combine game week 273 uh, and 274 into one. Um, Jack, quick summary of, of your game week 273 and, and 274 overall. Mm, okay. Well, I just need to refresh my memory a bit for 273, having a look now. Um, so I managed to get a tier three uh, out of five lineups, so not the best. Um, I think there was a little bit of drama in two of my lineup. So yeah, uh, I was affected by the San Hiroshima oh, and yeah. 
Gamber Osaka um, game because it was COVID and it wasn't announced uh, after the deadline. So that really sucked because I finished on 260 points in specialist uh, without my junior Santos. Um, and I was 60 points away from a tier two rare and with a budget of, or not a budget, but a gallery value of less than one ETH, you know, getting a tier two rare is huge. Like it's absolutely massive. So yeah. uh, I was absolutely gutted, you know, junior Santos playing at home against Gamba. Um, oh, I actually don't know if it was at home. But, um, you know, he had a pretty good chance of getting a decisive, I thought, considering he got one the game before this one, or that one anyway. Um, so was, that that sucked. Um, missed out on a reward there. Oh, well, I, I got a tier three reward, but I missed out on a big reward. Um, and then in Champion America, my boys did pretty well. Moises got three decisives. Um, Silver Romero got two. Pikachu got a goal. Uh, Felipe, not the best game against Cola Cola. I mean, they conceded three goals and he got a yellow card and stuff. So not the best, but um, Max uh, Walef, I believe it's pronounced. He's been kind of um, pushed into the substitute position, I, I guess. <laughs> he's now the backup keeper to Marcel Bock. And uh, he got a DMP for me in that lineup. And I scored 307 points with four players. So I, I missed out on a tier three there, but I think in America, the scores were pretty high. But if Bock was in that lineup, I could have maybe got a tier two limited. Uh, so that's a shame, but... Yeah, my other lineups were pretty stinky in 273 and uh, 274, though, they were even more sticky. I didn't get a single reward despite having the most lineups I've ever had in my uh, Surrey career. I, I submitted oh, seven lineups in 274. Yeah, didn't, didn't get a reward. So uh, I was pretty good with that. All my lineups were super average. And um, I was actually telling Joel, I think I submitted 38 players to play in my, um, you know, game weeks. And, James. Well, yeah, across my teams, I had 38 players playing, right? Because I had eight lineups, um, including my uh, common lineup or casual lineup. Um, and then I had the special three quickly. So eight times five, 40 players, but minus two players because um, the special three quickly. Yeah, just unbelievable. But I had only two players out of those 38 players that I submitted uh, get a decisive. Uh, and that's including clean sheets, just all decisive. So you can tell how average my week was. Um, so no rewards for me, unfortunately. Yeah, that was that's pretty lucky because you had you had no DMPs in two seven four as well, didn't you? Um, pretty much like no expected, um, well expected unexpected DMPs. Uh, I had I did have a couple because I had Marcel Bock and Max Wallace in right. two lineups, so obviously one was going to be a DMP, yeah. and I had um, Yu Sung and Kim Jong Ho, the under twenty three backup. I had them in two lineups right. too, so I think um, just the two keepers were the only yeah. DMPs I had in my entire lineups. So. It was just a complete average game week. And I haven't actually experienced that very often. So that's pretty interesting and a bit unfortunate, but hey, yeah. that's so rare. Well, for me, uh, overall, pretty similar results really across the two game weeks. 273, only one a tier two limited. Uh, we, uh, a, a funny thing of point of note there was um, that uh, I planned to use uh, Ryoya Ogawa for <laughs> all. What was it Tokyo? And uh, I was actually going to find the the recording where you poo pooed him and just play it <laughs> for the part of the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, Bro, he all of a sudden play. he scored one hundred. I was going to say, all of a sudden this guy just gets hundred, and now he believes he's good enough to go to Portugal. Like, what's that about? What do you see that he's transferred to like some Portuguese team? I'm Is pretty he? sure. Really? Yeah, like, um, it's. I'm just going to look at the Portuguese league. He's signed for a team that starts with G. So um, you may be able to help me with the pronunciation, Joel. I'm just looking at Portuguese league on Google and the team starts with G. 
um it's like goom goom something i think <laughs> and i don't know why google isn't showing me the portuguese tag i think it's like the liga nos is it yeah uh let's see um it's not gil vicente or is it vittoria guimarish yeah it's i think it's guimarish or something like that yeah, i'm, I'm more certain yeah. oh, it's yeah. got like a kind of black badge sort yep. of thing yeah i appreciate that's them yeah like, what the heck? what's that about he gets, he gets 100 and now he thinks he's good enough to go to Liga Nos <laughs> because he's been abs- I, I have not rated him like he has been especially since Morishiga's been out like he was pretty average from what I saw but you were saying like damn like he's got a like amazing goal or whatever because he's got two goals against yeah. Shimizu so now, now a, he's like oh yeah I better start playing good hit a career yeah, game Liga basically <laughs> yeah I think yeah. he is he has scored some high 80s um last season against some of the rubbish teams in the uh in the league but yeah that was by far away his best game um probably wouldn't have changed much for that lineup anyway because they had junior santos in there as a dmp but um well that'd be an interesting one to look at because i was actually looking at some of the backup tokyo players for uh, i was looking ahead to game week 280 um and starting to prep a little bit for that but anyway um so yeah game week 273 I got, did get a tier two limited out of that underdog team. Um, Moise says, you know, he got three decisives for you, got three for me in that team. Regretting not captaining him because that would have uh, basically jumped me to a tier one limited. The tier two limited I got was absolutely poos, complete rubbish. <laughs> I think it's worth like 20 bits for $4 or whatever. It's, um, I think it was Nogami from San Freche. He's just basically been benched. The last three games, so his price absolutely tanked. I think the tier three I got the week before was worth more. Um, and then there's just this last game week, two seven four, um, kind of a frustrating one because I felt like going into the that all the the uh, the Sunday games in the K League and J League, I was in with a shout for like a number of rewards, um, and just yeah, a lot of players disappointed. Like um, my All Star Limited was looking decent, like had. You know, a lot of like my like the Urawa defensive stack, as expected. You know, got the clean sheet against the Vispa Fukuoka, and what was man the an easy bet for an all draw on that game. Um, with uh, Junka out for Urawa, which I hadn't realised, and managed to ruin one of my lineups because of that. But they um, did well that defensive stack. Iwanami and Nishikawa, and then Jesse Fernandez getting the the assist um, and a really good Jeju performance against Jombuk away. But then Marlon, disappointed, man. Kuyaba, um at home, usually pretty good. Uh, I think it was Paranansi, the team that they're against, um, had in three away games this season, only scored one goal. They'd been poor in all of them. And, of course, they win 1-0 away, and Marlon doesn't get the clean sheet. And so I get a high Tier 3 limited. So who knows? Not expecting much out of that. But... All-Star Rare got the lower threshold at least. Dave Balthouse, Baltois, absolute legend. Um, scored a 72.2. Had a, did he have a triple-triple? Yeah, he had a triple-triple. Um, exact, you know, like a perfect triple-triple. Um, three tackles, one. Uh, net, three jewels, one. I needed four interceptions. Um, which was... Comp- in complete contrast, his defensive partner who ruined my underdog lineup, um, Min Sangi, with his red card, scored a 12.7. Uh, if he had, if, 
I had instead used my full house limited, I would have been uh, up for a tier tier two there, which is nothing spectacular. But um, that one felt like an opportunity miss too, because um, Kamijima has been superb as that L15 under 40 play, scored a 66.8. Um, absolute legend. Um, but yeah, Moises didn't really deliver, unfortunately, as well. So yeah, a few opportunities missed. Under 23 team as well was super close with having no goalkeeper. Um, yeah, I thought there's a chance I might just grab a tier three limited, but I think I'm going to be about eight, nine points away. Um, yeah, specialist underwhelmed. Legends challenge was close, but no cigar. Um, yeah, just, just a bit of a bit of a disappointing week. Some 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 decent scores in there, but just couldn't quite put it all together. Um, so anyway, that was game week two seven four. But I did want to um, actually just touch on some of the, the games themselves in game week two seven three. Like that was a bit of a mad game week. That Kawasaki versus Shonen game, Jack. You you. Did you actually watch some of it? Because you were you were following it because you had you've got Shooter Machino, you know, who scored two goals in that game. Mm. I was actually very um, fortunate when I did start watching it, Joel, because all the four goals came in about fifteen minutes. So <laughs> I was watching all that fifteen minutes. Oh, right. I turned in um, just after um, the second half started, and I think the first goal came in the fiftieth minute. I'm like, Shooter Machino from the corner. Um, I actually don't think it's pronounced Machino. I think it's um. Masino, I think that's how the commentator was pronouncing it. So I might be wrong. Um, right. Sorry if I've offended somebody. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's pronounced Machino. So I've been um, living a lie for the past mm. couple of weeks. Um, but anyway, he scored. So I was buzzing with that because I picked him up before he got um, his... Well, he, he scored two goals um, in two games. So he scored four goals in two games. Two games yeah. Um, and I picked... Yeah, and I picked him up um, before he'd scored... Um, in that game against, uh, who did he get two goals against in the first game? Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't remember. But I had him and I bought him for $9 and now he's like $36. Because I was like, an under 23 Ford, he hasn't really, he's been not playing for whatever reason, but I have rated him. Like, I've seen highlights just of him. Wrote, like, this guy's They've rotated class, yeah. their, their front players a lot, Sean and Bellamy, mm, because but, they've been so rubbish. <laughs> but Shudo is class. Like I, mm. I've seen him play and I'm just like, why is this guy not like he's the star yeah. like i'm telling you bro he's absolutely yeah. quality and no, you know, I, I, I and then when he has started he's banging on the goals like he's just banging four goals for crying out loud like he's threatening as like he's got a bit of everything he's pacey he's got the iq he's got a good shot on him dribbling like he's a handy player bro i really rate him and you know you don't score like four goals in two games if you're an average player so um yeah it yeah, does look I'm, like I'm pretty that was this kobe that they beat um two big scalps shown in Belmere. Um, I mean, this all Kobe's had a terrible season, but they, you know, they've got good players. Um, they've kind of picked it up a little bit. Um, I mean, just crazy to that they beat Kawasaki 4-0 away. Um, we were, like, watching that game or following that game and guessing each other, like, what the heck has gone on? Um, and we also had Kashima with a four-hole draw um, against... Wasn't it Uroa that game week? That was just an absolutely mad game with like three goals in stoppage time. Um, just bonkers. Um, but, you know, off the back of that, you know, do you think Shonen Belmy has got a chance of surviving this season? Um, yeah, I think they have a chance, definitely. 
Um, I think they're a really good counter-attacking team, which probably mm. um, played in their favor a little bit because both Vassal um, and uh, Kawasaki, they like to keep position from what I know. Um, and yeah, they're just probably yes. vulnerable to the to the counter, I guess. I also think in that Vassal game they played against them, that Kikuchi may have been suspended. I might have the wrong game, but I know he had one suspension. So that might have... Um, you know, helped right. Shonen in that game. But um, yeah, I think they have a couple handy players and they're very capable of scoring a lot of goals, as we've seen. Actually, Kikuchi uh, scored in that game. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm just waffling, apparently. Because um, <laughs> he, he definitely had one suspension. I remember him getting a red card pretty recently in one of his last yeah. five games. But um, yeah, regardless, I, I do think they can stay up. I think they've got quite a few players. Um, hopefully, you know, they give Shudo tons of game time if they want to get mm. lots of goals. And that would also help me personally. Um, <laughs> it does look like he's going to be the the sort of out and out starter at least for for a wee while off the back of that. Um, yeah, he's shown more than. I, I, I mean, he's got he's got six goals so far this season. He's he's got to be the top goal scorer. Also, Joe, um, I've noticed as well. Um, we it's not um shown in Belmar. It's actually shown in Belmar. Yeah, have you, have uh, you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It's, yeah. It's been habits. engraved in our brains. We've been yeah. living a lie as well. Yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of it's kind of interesting the pronunciation. Like it's different to you know how we typically pronounce it in I don't know, uh totally. mother tongue. There's, <laughs> there's well there's there's quite a um almost like a Italian kind of influence of some of the names, like San San Frecce. Like that's that's such an Italian yeah sounding yeah. name. I mean, there's gotta be some sort of backstory to that that I don't know. Yeah. Um I, f- I bet there's been like a few Japanese, well, if there are any Japanese listeners, they've been cringing at us, definitely. Probably, yeah. Like Shonen Balmere versus <laughs> Shonen Balmare, it's quite a significant difference. Yeah, and I, I mean, I do that all the time when I'm listening to um, some of the other podcasts and hear how they're pronouncing some players and I just, part of me just dies inside when I hear that absolutely abysmal pronunciation. So our apologies to, to those listening who are just probably been cringing inside with, with some of those pronunciations. Um, and that Fortaleza versus Colo Colo game was just absolutely crazy were you were you watching that game or was it just me of course mate of course yeah. i was watching it. i had my four laser stack and everything so um yeah i tuned in for that game and it was very interesting to be honest because there was quite a bit on the line um in terms of qualifying for the next stage of the libertadores and it just kind of it just felt like quintessential libertadores for me um you know both teams scoring a red card you know the team that has the man up ends up you know doing like worse after the red card you'd think that they you know because they were falling up at the time and then they go and concede two more goals and like they just look pretty leaky um at the back for the laser we even had um a blooming like wwe move in the middle of the game where the guy just <laughs> did you see that with a, with a was it collar collar defender basically sort of got under the um fortalizer player and stood up and kind of like threw him over his shoulder um <laughs> it was it was just complete madness that game it, it, but an absolutely superb watch i mean it was just you know shots you know everywhere and it, yeah it was an absolutely cracking game so i'm actually really interested to watch some more of fortalizers games both in the league um and uh and the um libertadores and obviously they've got a few um games coming up um in these next few game weeks in the brazilian league being one of the few leagues to to run over the international break did you have any any particular thoughts on the game jack um is, sorry I, I doze off for a second there are you talking about the fortaleza cola cola game still yeah or, um 
it happened quite a while ago, eh? A couple, couple, maybe a week ago. So week it doesn't really help. Yeah. Um, but I mean, dude, I just, I just love the passion, eh? When, when a goal goes in, mm. they celebrate like it's yep. like life or death, eh? It's so funny. Yep. Um, which I love. But um, yeah, I'm struggling to kind of give any other input on the game, but that's just coming to my mind, just the passion. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Well, for this week's this uh, podcast data time, uh, I was actually because you know I've mentioned well mentioned a couple of times I think on the pod and mentioned to, to you many times, Jack, about um, you know the scores required to win rewards in different divisions each game week, and particularly with Asia, um, just in recent game weeks, noticing some of the uh, huge variation in scores required to win rewards across game weeks that were very similar, like same number of, t- of usable cards, same number of teams playing, very s- like same number of rewards available, or very similar, and same basic same number of teams entered. Um, and I think Kawasaki Frontale is having a massive influence on Asia Limited um, scores. Like in 270, there was that crazy game week where you needed 360 points to win a reward. And then in game week 272, you know, almost identical sort of game week in terms of those numbers, uh, you needed only 296 points to win a reward. And that was um, the game week where they, they, didn't they lose a game or they, no, they had a red card, I think in that game. Yeah. Um, um, Taniguchi. Taniguchi. Yeah. Was, was sent off. Uh, I'm just going back to look against Sagan Tosu. Um, and so that seemed to ruin uh, a lot of a lot of scores, um, a lot of lineups, perhaps. And it was even similar um, again in game week uh, two seven three. You know, with um, with that that surprise loss to Shonen Balmere, Balmare. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> um, where? The score uh, required was, I'm just looking it up. While I'm looking it up, I just want to have a complaint about this new Soria uh, UI user interface. It's really painful to go back and look at past scores. Um, So the score required was 298.78 points. For, for a midweek, which is typically like a really hard, oh, typically really hard the midweeks. Um, so I, I just think it looks like Kawasaki Frontale having a huge uh, impact on uh, the the scores required in um, in Asia Limited. So I want to propose this this question, Jack: Is like a Kawasaki Frontale defensive stack in specialist, and then a non Kawasaki Frontale in Limited Asia? perhaps one of the best combos to get regular rewards? Um, yeah, I think it's a pretty good shout. I mean, um, I was just thinking in my head and been thinking for a while, like if you're going to stack um, one full team for a whole season um, in Asia anyway, you're probably going to go for Kawasaki. Like they have a really good uh, all-round team. Um, they keep a lot of position. Um, you know, I, I'd probably... If I could pick, I'd probably go with Kawasaki. They have lots of fixtures. They play in Asia Champions League. So everyone kind of wants them, right? So obviously, you know, um, if they underscore, well, if they don't score well, um, yeah, you're probably going to only require, um, you know, maybe a 300 pointer to receive a reward. Like we saw 
and the most recent game weeks because you know they've had a couple of stickers and stuff so um yeah i mean there have been a few frustrations like I, i've seen many times like literally all their four defenders and um what's the goalkeeper's name jung song is that how you yeah. pronounce it yep yeah he's you know they, they all score 60 plus so consistently um mm. i don't know what their you know average scores over their last five and last 15 are but um, I'm sure the last five probably isn't that high um, as yeah, it probably like usually mid, is, but mid yeah. 50s, I think, across L5 mm. and L15. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he does, doesn't have usually too much to do, um, Junk Sung Ryong. Mm. So um, I don't know. I, I, I do think it's probably one of the better defensive stacks. Like, I think maybe you could compare it to uh, Udawa. Like, they have a really good defensive stack mm-hmm. uh, with Schultz, Iwanami, and Nishikawa, but um, it's definitely right up there. And then yeah. you've got lots of good midfield options. You've got uh, Damiao. Um, uh, is it Marcinho, the Brazilian winger? His forward. He's a forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, so. not, I'm, I'm not convinced on Damiao. He's been pretty out of form this season. But yeah, I think Marcinho has looked like one of the better uh, players to me. But yeah, they're in a real slump in scoring. Um, they've barely scored. Have they? I think they've gone three games without scoring. Yeah. Yeah, could be. I mean, the thing with Demi is though, like he's a pretty quality player. And I think, you know, it's probably a pretty good time to buy, you'd think. Like, I mean, I, I, I've heard mm. this. I don't know from um, experience because I haven't played Sora that long and I haven't been monitoring the J League and K League long enough. But traditionally, they do say that the Brazilian players tend to pick up in the second half of the season because they're still recovering from their party hangover in the offseason. So... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, you know, um, his L5 is 34 for crying out loud. Like, when has it ever been a time that's been that low? You look at his previous price um, for the past, you know, month, three months, six months. Um, it's a pretty significant drop. And yeah, I don't know, maybe if he gets an injury, he'll continue to go down. But, you know, he is an exceptional player and he's probably been the top scorer in the J League for many seasons, I would assume. So, yeah, like he, he, I, I'm seeing here, Joel, um, three months ago, he was selling for 700 bucks. Yeah, I was just looking at 730 well. bucks and now he's 100 bucks as well. Like, so I mean, sure, he might not be scoring that well at the moment, but I mean, yeah, in terms of quality players and pretty low risk options, he's probably a good shot at the moment. I don't think he's been cheaper in the last six months. Yeah, I mean, he's down to, yeah, what, 130 bucks and he was going for at one point the peak about 750. Um, huge, huge discount. So it would be, yeah, interesting to see. What, uh, whether he picks up in form because um, we expect if he does that uh, yeah, his price is going to really shoot back up. Alrighty, well, um, those are ones perhaps to consider over the break. Hmm, I'm tempted. Well, previously, Jack, we um, just gave some passing mention to the, a, uh, a little nice friendly email we had sent to so rare odyssey um one of those uh should we say rival podcasts out there another 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 quality so rare podcast out there and um they took about four weeks to respond which you know we'll we'll forgive them for but they they finally responded in their last podcast to um our suggestion of uh having a little underdog competition because uh dates back to I think it was a game week 259 from memory, somewhere around there, where I finished second in underdog and Mark Patrick Rear uh, finished first, um, much to my dismay in the final game. And um, that was when I had actually found out about the podcast because someone mentioned 
you know who it was that had been me um and uh you know since then there's just been this um desire should we say bubbling away to to compete against them and to prove you know, who is the ultimate underdog um and so finally responded um you know to that they're open to to a competition um they seem to indicate though that we we weren't like interested in putting up a reward or like a you know a, a stake you know a, a prize that it was just glory but i think they need to go back and reread my email because i'm a bit offended you know i i said uh that i was open to a specific reward and and asked for their suggestions uh you know and all they came back with was um poo-pooing the idea that of, of 10 game weeks which is fine you know I, I, you know it doesn't have to be 10 game weeks in length in length um i think it was mark patrick Rea actually that said on the podcast i don't know if you listened to it at all jack but he said uh, who, you know it sounds like an admin nightmare um and i think you know given how long it takes them to respond to emails they probably need a bit of admin help so if you're out there um and are good at admin uh i'm sure you know you could you could send a cheeky email their way they uh, they, they might be up for some admin help because to be honest it's pretty flipping quick to go back and you know and find game week scores i actually uh tested that out um you know timed how long it would take to just go back and retrieve um past scores for, for all four of us for myself for you and for the two of them and it took me only about 12 minutes to basically collect all those scores through Surrey data and to um basically calculate them up for each game week so um i don't know maybe that is not very strong on admin um but uh you know i'm more than happy to uh to help admin this competition so you know the competition they've proposed is three game weeks best of three uh me and you versus the two of them um and they uh you know have asked us to propose which game week to start i've proposed 280 because the game weeks between now and then just kind of suck um just so few usable cards uh and so we're gonna go i think game week 280 282 and 284 um how, how are you feeling about that proposed competition jack um i think it'd be pretty interesting to be honest um it'll be good having the ability to use uh asian plays again so mm. and it gives us time to prepare as well um yeah i guess it'd be pretty exciting pretty entertaining um yeah i think you're pretty excited eh, Joel? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, like, like a good little competition. Um, and I do back us, you know, as far as underdog goes, we've had a level of consistency. Uh, looking back through those results of the, was the eight previous game weeks that, that all four of us have played, uh, our combined scores were better seven times out of eight. So, you know, they're going to have to step it up if they want to win. But um, we proposed as a prize, a because uh, we know, that they have a quite a uh, liking for uh, Yuta Higuchi from Kashima. Kashima. Mm. Solid player. Um, and I was actually looking to probably buy one of his cards anyway, but um, putting up, you know, him for uh, for the winner, um, a copy each, and then a bit of a forfeit for the loser being um, Kim Young Bin and uh, having to use him an underdog. Um, <laughs> and of course, the day after sending that uh, the email on that proposal back to them, he uh, he scored <laughs> he scored a seventy five for uh, for gang one against Simon Blowings. Did did you see the goal? I actually haven't seen the goal. I've been pretty slack. I haven't seen the highlights for most of the games in two seven four. Um, so no, I haven't seen it. But oh, um, it was I, 
it was honestly just like if you think about Kim Young Bin and you know how sort of bang average slash rubbish he's been, um, the goal just seemed like such a perfect fit. <laughs> it was like a mis a miskicked shot that then deflected off the defender and went in off the post. Like Yang Mo had already kind of started the dive and then like, it just kind of dribbled in. Like it wasn't even like a powerful shot. It was because Yang Mo for, for Sun Blooms already actually dived to, to make the save and then kind of had to sort of like crawl to try and save again um, as it went, went in off the post. And I just thought that's just such a perfect um, goal for Kim Young-bin. Like it just seemed like such a Kim Young-bin goal. Um, but it would have to be, you know, that <laughs> after proposing him as a sort of a forfeit, um, as a as a as a mark of shame, uh, I think I put it in, in our email um, that he would go and score and score a seventy-five. But anyway, I'm sure he'll be back to normal form in the um, in the weeks to come. So, um, yep, looking forward to hearing response uh, response rather from uh, the Surrey Odyssey guys. Will they actually? Uh, you know, is that enough of a prize? Uh, you know, we, we're pretty we're pretty uh, small fry in terms of portfolio size compared to them. I think um, uh, Etienne twenty three's got a portfolio value of I think more than ours combined, and then Mark Patrick Rear has a portfolio value of something like five times <laughs> ours combined. So, you know, if they if they lose this, then um, you know, I think they, there should be a serious review. Of, of how they play Syria. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, anyway, um, moving on to spicy deals. Um, now, I'll, uh, I'll I'll give you some credit really for, for this one, Jack, because uh, this was, um, and actually we've we've talked about him in a previous game week, but. Um, Junior Santos for San Francisco Hiroshima. He um, is my spicy deal for this podcast. Um, obviously, not usable again until game week 280, which is partly why I think now is quite a good time to be looking at him, along with many other J League players. Um, don't know whether they will sell off quite as much as I hope that they will, but. I think there will be a bit of price pressure. Um, but he's starting for them, starting forward for San Fritsche. Um Quite a low L15, unfortunately a bit too high for uh, use as the, I think the L1540 player now. Um, but when, uh, when we picked him up, he was below that. Um, and then, yeah, we had a great game against Curtis Hunger. Um, but 134 bips or 25 euros. Um, what's it about? Something like 25, 30 US dollars. For starting forward, 27. He has played, he's not started every game um, this season or in previous seasons, but he features every game. I think he's only not featured maybe twice since about a year ago. Um, and he looks to be one of the sort of starting forwards um, in the San Francisco team. And on top of that, they have quite a reasonable fixture run after the break. Um, I mean, Sirets are at home will be um, 
not an easy game, but San Francisco have been very good at home recently. They've um, won their last three quite convincingly at home. Uh, in game at 284, they've got Jubilo Iwata at home. And then uh, in 286, they've got Shonen Balmere at home. Um, so three sort of attractive home fixtures um, in, in a row there. Um, I think you got any got any thoughts to add about Junior Santos? Um, I think he's pretty reasonably priced at the moment. I don't think he's um, specialist uh, eligible anymore. So, um, well, not as the yeah, he does. The 40, the, the yeah, 40. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think he's pretty reasonably priced. He's uh, past the ITS day. I think he's a pretty threatening uh, forward, to be honest. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think he's a pretty decent shot. It's just there's quite a lack of forwards in the in Asia, really, that are you know decent and consistent. Um, I mean, I think I might be able to actually give some better ones, Ajo. Oh, well, there you go. To be honest, we'll just there, there's a good yeah. segue, Jack. You get you give me your, your spicy deal of the week. Mm. Well, um, someone I've actually had, so full disclosure, Ajo on this guy, um, who's been pretty looks pretty good, um, and he's pretty consistent. So he's um, his new cards are listed as midfielders. Uh, however, um, and on so rare or well, playing as a five, he's a midfielder two i think actually i might be wrong about that but anyway i'm thinking of uh kiyotake for saritsu osaka so i have one of his old cards who's a ford um i actually just better check this actually um but yeah i think kiyotake is actually pretty reasonably priced he's actually the captain for saritsu osaka he uh took a, a penalty for them um against urawa so he, he's on penalties he's got now five of 62 um you know pretty nailed player after coming back from um, I think some injury um, earlier on in the season. But yeah, last five games, he's been pretty consistent. He's definitely creating a lot of chances for them. Um, gets good all-round scores for a forward. Um, yeah, well, anyway, he's listed as a midfielder, but you can um, take up one of the forward slots as he has a forward card with his old card. So yeah, someone I own, full disclosure. But yeah, his price is about the same as Junior Santos. Um, and he definitely gets higher all-round scores than him typically. So I think he's a good shot. Um, also, Kim Day Won, very similar um, circumstance to Kiyotake. Um, he has his new cards are four cards. However, on SO5, he's is a midfielder. So he scores like a midfielder, although you could have him in, um, as a forward. And he hasn't been the best in the last five games, um, unfortunately. But he, he is a handy player. I think he's game world's probably best player, to be honest. Um, so yeah, if you want like a star player for a, probably a mid-table, maybe lower table um team in gang one uh, i think he's a pretty good shot he's his midfield card um probably for his old cards floors 40 bucks right now which is pretty good for him um because he's probably been maybe even 200 bucks in the past um in the past three months his all-time high was around yeah like 150 bucks so he's a pretty handy player i think he's a pretty uh good spicy deal i reckon yeah, it's not a bad shout. I mean, they because um, they've just actually signed a new forward from, I think, the Montenegrin League, who supposedly knows Mugosa from Incheon. Um, the only reservation I have with Gangwon is four of the next five games are away. Um, and the one home game they have is Jeju at home. So it could be quite a tough run of fixtures. But following that, some good fixes ahead but yeah i mean if, if kim day one has some more support up front um with a guy who is coming off a good season is fresh having just finished a european season um 
yeah it could be could be a great shout i do particularly like the kiyotake um it's interesting it's one of those few cards where the old cards are actually going for more than the new cards because of that that forward i mean this forward cards are cheapest is about 180 bips the um the new cards are going for about 146 but um mm. that is a very solid shout actually i think i might i actually probably need like three other shouts really quickly so mm -hmm. i think both the shimizu cinebacks such good value um suzuki tetsuda they've been conceding goals like crazy but they're putting up pretty good scores in their last five games um valdo has been out of action and i'm not too sure why he's typically the shimizu cineback but tetsuda's under 23 till 2023 he's seven bucks has played all the last five games um has an average l5 of uh 54 which is pretty good for an under 23 player for seven bucks like um and although he may like become out of favor i think he's he, he passed the eye test like he he um nearly got an assist against shimizu um i mean not no he plays for shimizu he nearly got an assist um against uh kashiwa racehall um in their last game where he scored a 54 i think he's pretty good value um yoshinori suzuki pretty nailed can't see him losing his spot anytime soon to tetsuda and baldo um and also bro i don't know if you've seen but hong jung un for daegu the central center back he's been scoring like crazy mm. recently and he's really good value at the moment like he's 23 bucks l5 is 66 last of team 57 like um yeah he's been scoring so consistently he's a great shout too yep no i i do like those shouts i think that suitor is um his price is a, a victim to his low l15 and the low percentage of games played so a few more you know games started and played and i think um yeah his price definitely picks up yeah quite quite surprising to see a defender that's conceding so many goals but actually scoring really well um mm. very consistent um actually that rare card looks looks pretty tempting um yeah like i was even considering picking up just valdo um he's typically the center back for shimizu picking up his rare card and also tetsuda's like i mean it's pretty good shot to be honest pretty low risk strategy i would think um you know, if they're just scoring what they typically do and they have been for the past 15 games, you know, they're definitely good candidates for a, you know, consistent threshold team, I think. So. Provided they stay up. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, they've been pretty terrible the past five games. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to look at the J-League table now, actually. Um, still yeah, they're definitely towards the bottom, I would assume. The bottom three, yeah. I mean, the next game, game at 280, though, at home to Avispa Fukuoka, that is going to be a nil draw. <laughs> Just guarantee yeah. it. <laughs> Get yeah. on that now. Oh, man. And um, tell you what, Gonda's actually pretty cheap too right now, I noticed. Yeah, for Already. probably the most nailed can be goalkeeper, eh? Yeah, mm. it's pretty cheap. Well, from spicy deals to the rubbish bin, I don't know if you've got any candidates for me, Jack, but from a stats point of view, um, Jung Seong Yong from Gangwon, he plays next to Kim Young Bin but on the, on the wing, has, uh, he had an absolute stinker against Suwon Bluings, gave away the penalty, which Suwon uh, missed, um, but I think scored about a seven. And then uh, in his L5 has another game where he scored about a seven. Um, he uh, has an L5 of, let me just bring him up, I think 27, 25, L5 of 25. Um, He's got a 3.3 in his last game and a 6.8 four games prior. Um, could actually be 
a bit of a bargain shout right now, to be honest, um, because crazily, only seven or eight games ago, he got he scored a one hundred. <laughs> um, does seem like a bit of a uh, an anomaly though, because his next highest score this season is a. Um, actually, no, he did get an eighty in the first game week. Um, against Yongnam, who are rubbish, but um, all of his decent scores have come at home except for that 100. So, And then uh, the other player in the rubbish bin. I know who you're going to say, bro. Oh, who oh, are you, you going to say? I don't think you I know. thought you were going to say Constante, but um, uh, you're going to well, say Gabriel Xavier, aren't you? No, I'm not actually. Oh, um, oh okay. I'm, I'm going outside of Asia for a change, and um, Gabriel Slanina, who's um, that young... Is he 18 oh, the keeper. goalkeeper. Yeah, he's on a, I think a twenty-five or a, uh, a twenty-three, um, at the moment. For uh, Chicago Fire, he's been, oh, he's on twenty-eight. He had been having a stinker the last, the last few games. He's had, um, and two of them an error leading to goal, in the last in the last five. Um, but interestingly, it hasn't really changed his his price, at all. Um, He's um, noted as having games coming up for the Nations League games. So I don't know whether people have picked him up for that. I don't think he'll be starting, to be honest. But um, yeah, he's been poor. But yes, Kun Sante as well for the Kashima Antlers has, well, just defensively, they've been rubbish. Um, I don't know that really any of it much is his fault. Um, I've watched a few of the games. The to be fair, that probably that fourth goal on the four-all draw against Sagan Tosu was um, probably on him. Um, but he's just been, yeah, really, Kashima have been really leaky. Um, in the last five games, they've conceded uh, 12 goals. Um, going from being defensively pretty good to start the season to woeful. So he, he's, he's one that could, could be a great buy, actually. At current prices but what are your thoughts mm, it's an interesting situation um with that right like they've conceded i was doing the math they've conceded 12 goals in the last five but um the backup keeper for kashima is yuya oki who's under 23 mm. um eligible for a while so you know if i'm going to pick up constante and you know have him as a long-term option i think i've got to pick up oki too um because i think that there could be maybe a pretty high likelihood that he maybe starts in the next game in 280 right like um, I mean, he's Possible. been the Kashima keeper for one stage. Like he was the signing keeper at one, um, once upon a time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they they back him and get him in. But um, yeah, it's an interesting situation. Maybe I'll just um observe the situation a little bit more before um picking them up. But yeah, it's pretty interesting to spectate. Yeah, well, he played. You, you Oki played um basically pretty much all of last season mm. for, for Kashima. Um, going all the way back, he well, he basically started playing for them in 2020. Um, in August, he became the, the starting keeper. Um, the question I have, though, was Queensland actually there the whole time? Looking at it, yeah, mm, he was. Not sure. He was. He's so... Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a possibility that he um, that he takes over starting. 
one to watch to keep an eye on um jack before we wind up um have you uh had bought any particular you know players um i know both of us have bought a, a fair bit in the way of um Seara and fortaleza cards um just with these game weeks coming up any anyone in particular you wanted to talk about um, well, I did pick up a Yan Suk Young. He is a Gangwon center back, um, partnered with Kim Young Bin, and he got an assist in the last game. And uh, I got my Sofa Score notification. I have notifications for all um, J and Kaylee games, and also some America's games and Brazilian Serie A. So um, I got the notification. Saw that Kim Young Bin scored, and Yan Suk Young got the assist. So I quickly saw his price and determined whether he'd be good value based off you know comparing him to other L5 um, players and. It's going to be pretty good. And uh, for 60 bucks for an L5 um, average score of like about 50, it's pretty good. And I, I, I'm from what I know, from my knowledge, um, he's going to continue playing and starting at center back. I hope so. Um, so I picked him up and yeah, his floor has probably gone up by about 20, 30 bucks since I bought him. So I picked up him. Uh, and I also picked up a, um, I picked up Yamami. <laughs> it was the most funny name um, in my opinion anyway. Yeah, mommy. <laughs> didn't you go off, uh, he he didn't you go off injured? Um, so I actually watched the game. Um, yeah, it's kind of frustrating that um they've given him like a injured indicator. He's like probably got like the littlest bit of cramp, but he's just kind of like right. walking off really slowly, right? Like it's I I'm almost certain and positive it's nothing serious. Um, and he's and if it you know is like a minor injury, he's got three weeks to recover, right? Um, and yeah, like he now I think has. This, L5 of like 51 for a um, Ford that is under 23 eligible till 2024. Um, with this current price comparing to other Fords um, that are under 23, he was a good buy. So I picked him up for 26 bucks and I think his floor's gone up by like an additional $12. So nice little obvious pickup, I thought. I've just kind of been trying to stack these like um, probably mid-tier, um, also, you know, typically starting Fords that are under 23, like Yamami, like Shooter Machino, like... Um, um, I think his name is Miyashiro. He's just come back for second toss. I think I've really butchered that name, but um, I picked up him because he scored against uh, Kashima in their four-all draw. So um, yeah, I've been picking up those kind of players. Uh, and I guess it has been a while since we've done the podcast. I probably had picked up a few few more too. Just have another quick look. Yeah, I know you've picked up a number of Brazilian players. Like for me, I picked up uh, João Ricardo in goal for um, Sayara. Like Capixaba, Lima, Jose Wellison, which had, who had a great game in the weekend, uh, Messias, uh, Andres Ricarte, Ricarte, plays in mm. Colombia. Um, yeah, a few, few Brazilian players. Fernando yeah, Sabra, I, I picked up. Country. Okay, yeah, I picked up a few Fortaleza players. I saw, I uh, was watching the Fortaleza game um, in 274 when they were playing. Uh, Juventude, Juventude, um, but they drew disappointingly one all. But how do you pronounce it, Joe? Juventude. Wow, it's a tough yeah. one. Um, anyway, I picked up Jose Wellison after he absolutely banged in his goal. It was an absolute ripper, um, as I like to call it. And yeah, like his price has pretty much doubled. So I timed that one pretty well um, after he scored like a 95. And I picked up a Brian Ceballos. I thought he was pretty good. Um, 
<laughs> well, he couldn't really do much worse than he did in 273 after conceding <laughs> two on goals. So um, he looked pretty good. And I think he's going to be um, playing in 275 from what I know because uh, Tinga, um, the captain, went off injured. And I don't know what the story is with uh, Titi. He's, he was injured um, in the Cola Cola game, I think, or I don't know what the story is with him, but he wasn't even on the bench in 274. So I picked up him. Um, and I've also got like a Lucas Crispy. Crispim, it's quite a hard one for me to pronounce. Yeah. And I've got the old man Jelson, who's probably on his last limbs at 40 years old. And uh, I got like a, the main center back for America. Um, I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, you know the team I'm talking about? What's the team that Jelson plays for? Do you know? Oh, um, Amer- um, America America Minero. Minero? Yeah. Minas Gerais. Yeah. Minas Gerais. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, picked up him and a Luis Otavio because um, and Jaracara too, but Luis Otavio because uh, he did really well in the Sudamericana, which isn't covered by Surrey, but I saw on server score he was the you know best performing player according to their metrics. So I picked up him, and I think he's pretty good value to be honest. So hmm. hopefully he can do all right against Fortaleza if um, yeah, my boys from Fortaleza don't do too well. So yeah, I'm really excited for this um this game week because the that reward to um, you know, number of usable cards to reward ratio is insane. Like there are, do you, do you know how many underdog cards are usable? So to give you some context, in like previous sort of um, midweek game weeks, you'd have somewhere around sort of usually 800 to 1200 usable cards. Um, the least we've seen is 527 um, back when there was only 100 rewards given out. Do you know for this game week 275, how many cards so this is players that are um it's all, all players um starters sub reserve um that are uninjured and not suspended um according to Surrey data at least so there might be some that are missed but um do you know how many usable cards there are for underdog a mm, hundred a bit more than that but not much more it's 220 um 220 cards in total so that's like less than half the previous lowest total and they're still giving out 200 rewards um and specialist you know, there's, a, there's a total of like 313 cards in Surya across these 16 games um and obviously not all of them are going to be actually usable because some of them are going to be on the bench so um you know specialists we've got 200 rewards as well so um I'm, I'm excited for for these two games there's a really good chance of of winning something given I've got a, a full team for both. Um, mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, um, Twitter, the Twitter giveaway. Um, now, been really like people. People obviously don't want to win cards um, because none of the four one has gotten in touch with us um, via Twitter. Um, there's had a few people asking. So, uh, what we're going to do is actually have drawn three winners for each card um given away and uh, based on those original tweets whoever of those three gets in touch first wins the card um it's that simple and uh if still then no one (laughs) uh picks up those um you know if still none of those winners get in touch for, for one or two of those cards then um then i'll draw based on um whoever likes the post for this podcast 
um, and we'll give it away to one of those people like midweek who won't wait to the next podcast because this has gone on <laughs> so so much longer than I expected it would go on for. Um, so anyway, for that, Lee Chung Yong, uh, the one is drawn uh, Canary220 TBC is the handle. Uh, Jan uh, underscore MOTM out of the match. Uh, and Sir, Sir Khan, um, spelt S-E-R-C-A-A-N underscore. One of you three, whichever one of you three gets in touch first, wins the Lee Chung Yong. Uh, for the park, Byung Hyun, uh, we have Marcus M55934507, very specific. Uh, we have Chucky Ben, 16, and we have Vitachio, S-R-V-I-T-A-C-C-H-I-O-S-R. One of you three, whichever you three gets in touch first wins, Park Byung Hyun. Uh, third giveaway of Ko Myung Jun. Um, the three potential winners are Josetti, 481, uh, or Josete, as it's probably pronounced. Uh, Saria Stachana, or Stachana, uh, Saria underscore S-T-A-C-H-A-N-A, and Jama underscore 12, G-I-A-M-A underscore 12, one of you three. And finally, for Lee Yong Ray, we have Jared underscore Phelan. Now, I'm pretty sure this guy will get in touch because I've seen him like and retweet some of our recent posts. Um, so I'm, I'm betting on him. <laughs> that He'll be the first one in touch. Uh, Adrian 215392666. And what's with these really long numbers? Um, and Jolly underscore S-O-R. One of you three wins Lee Yong Ray. And I'll tell you what, uh, whoever of those 12 people gets in touch first, I'll throw in another card as well. Um, I'm thinking, I don't know, not sure, maybe Tomoaki Yakubo, back up uh, under, under 22 player for Urawa um, Reds, who's looked decent off the bench. Probably not going to do anything particularly great this season, but um, should be good um, in, in future seasons, I would think. He looks, he's looked pretty good whenever he's come on the pitch. So there you go. Hopefully, give, give away all of those cards. I'm sick of seeing in my gallery, having to hold, hold on to them for, uh, for someone to bloom and get in touch and win them. So hopefully one of you guys actually wants <laughs> to win a reward and, and is listening. Um, there were a couple of others that I drew, but they weren't following, weren't following us on Twitter. So too bad for them. Um, so if you're listening and not following us on Twitter, I'd suggest following us on Twitter. Um, now, Jack, we have some awesome podcasts upcoming. Um, we've got a couple of really cool guests um, coming on some future game weeks that I'm excited for. Um, but yeah, if you're, a, if you're a listener, tell you what, if you're a listener and you want to join us on the podcast for a yarn about Surrey or cards, just flick us a message. Um, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Surrey Grind uh, or via email on surreygrind at gmail.com Jack, I've talked enough uh, you have any final words or pills of wisdom for our listeners before we shut up shop on episode 9 of Surrey Grind uh, I just hope that people can do better than me in future game weeks getting um, more than two of their players out of 38 getting a decisive that'd be, that'd be good so fingers crossed um yeah, wish, wish luck to everyone. Hopefully, don't have to go through what I did this game week with that. Just an average week. Um, oh, I mean, really. yeah. 
Sweet. All right. That's us. Later.